What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's mainly making money. I'm here as always, your host, Ryer. We got no one this week, unfortunately, but uh, we're bringing up someone from the minors, a guy I've been trying to get on the pod for a long time, big Bruins fan. So he's going to have a lot to say here, and I'm going to have a lot to talk shit about. Uh, we got Gary Schilling on the show today. How we doing, buddy? Doing great, buddy. What's up? Um, wish Wish the spirits were a little higher after game two, you know? But um, I'm sure we'll get into that. So, yeah, we'll get into that. That's probably I mean, we might as well just start there because that's kind of the whole reason that you're on the podcast is we've been uh, talking back and forth and I'm just jabbing you because I'm a loser and I don't have a team in the playoffs. So the only thing I can do is just chirp you and Stanton and get some little bit of enjoyment out of that. Oh, so you're coming at other Bruins fans, too. That's unwise, brother. It's, what's the phrase? Don't poke the bear. I mean, yeah. I know we made a little joke about me coming up from the minors there, but I am an elite hockey mind, and I have all my other buddies in the 98.5 WEI realm panicking, fucking, oh my god, no Berkey. Dude, this team hasn't lost three consecutive games all year, and people are talking in my texts, my DMs, everything I talk to other Bruins fans on about, oh my god, we're going to lose both games in Florida, and, and we're going to have Berkey down 3-1. Like, it's full panic mode in Boston, which is just par for the course since I moved there. Um, I think looking at tonight's or this morning's morning skate, I don't know if you've seen those lines yet. Monty is just saying, fuck it, throwing everything at the wall. Um, Grizz is back in. Sway was the starting goalie in the morning skate, uh, which I like. I, I, I think Sway should get a shot. I mean, you know, I like that because my longstanding take and basically the whole reason for my not, I don't even hate the Bruins, but obviously I give you guys shit. And obviously I'm being a little bit satirical because I know they're awesome, but Allmark sucks, dude. And I've been standing on that take forever. And I've been saying all yeah, year. Yeah, but you can't say that about stuff. the Vesna winner. Like he's going to win the Vesna. Listen, I'm, I got to sit on this take. I got to die on the hill, bro. I'm, I'm way too far in. So I'm in the camp of we trade Allmark after this year. His trade value will never be higher. So, so I, I agree with you to a degree that he sucks. You know, like he doesn't suck. Obviously, he doesn't suck. Uh, I mean, the best goalie tandem in hockey, and he was the one all year. So, um, but I, I do think when you have the f- fourth best goalie in hockey or third best goalie in hockey, depending on how you look at it, on your team, and you got to go to him at some point. So I like giving Swain the start in game three. Um, I was looking at – uh, the Tampa Columbus series from 19 uh, when Tampa broke the record and got swept. If you look at the scores of those games, uh, Columbus had four goals at least in every game. So I think that's the recipe for the Bruins. Um, if you watched game two, which I'm assuming a lot of people listening to this right now did, uh, the turnovers were and giveaways were unre- uh, uncharacteristic and unreal at times. Uh, both sides, own, too. Own. There's a couple bad ones on both sides. Oh, yeah. But that's Florida. They're, Florida's a run-and-gun team. You know, yeah. I call, I've called them the Junior Bruins all year. They're, they're very talented. At times, they've had goaltending that's strong, and then at times, they're the Florida Panthers. So, I, I like Swayman in Game 3 uh, for that reason. Like, the, the goal different. You can't – six goals is just sit next game, you know? I mean, these two guys – like, Swayman watches Linus's kids. Like, they're not going to be – poo-poo pants because the other guy's getting the start, you know? So I think Linus will be happy for him. And I think if Sway plays well, you have a, you have a decision to make game four, but 
game three tonight, one game at a time. You can't win a series in one game. So yeah, you can do that for sure. It's like reminds me of 2018. We did like Capitals did a similar thing where we yeah, I'm on the team. Uh the Capitals did the same thing where <laughs> hey, fuck off, dude. Where <laughs> we had uh sorry, they had the um Holpe and Grubauer, who were both like great all year, and then Holpe had a tough game in the first series. They switched to Grubauer. Actually, they might have started him first. I can't even remember. Um, but anyways, yeah, then they switch back obviously to Holpe and he goes on a tear. So it could be it's one of two things, hopefully, for them. Either Swayman steps up and they're like, okay, this is gonna be the guy. And then, like you said, makes it way easier to trade Olmark at the end of the season, or it kind of wakes Olmark up to be like, all right, like. I'm going to be sitting on the bench during the Stanley cup finals. If I don't pick it up here, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Which I, I think I, is what happened I, with Holpe because he's a psycho and was like, I'm not. I think those two are like that too. I think that yeah. they don't disparage each other when the other one does well. I think it's a motivating factor for them. So I, I'm hoping Swayman's in net tonight and I'm hoping he plays well. I mean, we're not going to win games with four goals right now. Like are giving up four goals, excuse me. But, no. Yep. That was, so I was just going to say, it's crazy too, in terms of I, I reverse, uh, what did I do? I man in the suited myself because playoff hockey, you're thinking it's all like low scoring games and the lines have been pretty high all year for the over under I've been doing dude. I've been switching to over unders. Cause I like, I pick these games, although playoffs, it gets a little tighter, so it might be a little easier, but during the regular season, it's like such a crap shoot to just take whatever team like to yeah. win every night. Uh, so I was like, oh, it's going to be unders. And then I went overs and like overs have been hitting like crazy, dude. Like both games. What it what did Bruin? It was like 10 in the so first. So I went, I went under for every first game pretty much. Um, yeah. Just, just with going with playoff nerves, especially for um, those younger teams. I had our game. I had under six first game. I had under in the Rangers devils game, just knowing that the stick handle would be loose for a lot of those devils players. And I, I think I hit it at six and a half and a five to one loss. So that was scary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the stick tighten, the grip on the sticks going to loosen up a little bit here and we're going to start to see a lot more over games. I mean, you, I've seen, I'm assuming you've seen the statistic, most goals scored since 93, 94 in the regular season. Yeah. That's insane. So, yeah. And, and we're going to need to be a part of that going forward if we want to play and win. Yeah. And I think I like too that. I don't even think it's been something that, because obviously the scoring went way down after like what, like oh five, oh six, like when Joe Thornton was getting like a hundred and fifty points and shit. Yeah. Uh, it kind of went down for a while, and now it's back up. And I don't even necessarily think it's anything like crazy that's happened with the game, other than there's just like w so much talent now. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say if you're about to say anything other than how fucking ridiculous. No, yeah, guys just are everybody's so good. Everybody and, and so every. Good. Every single one of these playoff teams, like you, if you watch these games, like these top two lines are one line, one A line. Like there's no one and two lines. Like the Bruins, for example, like Pasternak is on our second yeah. line. He's the Hart Trophy winner if Connor McDavid's parents are infertile. Like he is a monster and he's on our second line. So <laughs> everyone's fielding six guys that can play 25, 30 minutes a night in a 60 minute game. Yeah. And you know what's one of the biggest things I noticed that like, see this is nice like sorry to everybody listening where we normally just like fuck around and like make nonsense like we're getting a little serious here about hockey but i don't i haven't talked real hockey since you don't I, have it you I, don't have a, a, a hockey guru on your podcast. yeah exactly so, since nice i had a hockey podcast like juan doesn't know like all the ins and outs of hockey he's like yeah bet the over which is fine like that's fun 
I mean, it but, fucking uh, worked out this year, mostly. The, yeah, definitely. But the biggest thing I've noticed, like, in recent years, dude, is a guy, like, especially, like, a guy like Charlie McAvoy or, like, for the Capitals, Nick Jensen, like, guys who can – the reason there's so much scoring now is the defensemen are so sick at breaking the puck out, dude. Just getting the puck up by oh, yeah. fast, catching everyone off guard. And that's one of the biggest things. Is like, you never used to see that. It used to be, like, are obviously, like – Love like well, Big Z and like we're both like big Brady shell guys. Like, what what are the three types of defensemen in shell? It's like power defensemen, like stay at home, yeah, and then like passing defense. Like there is a whole new breed of defensemen. Like yeah. these guys are carrying the puck into the zone. If you, I don't know if you watched that Avalanche game last night, but uh, Kale McCarr was carrying the puck in like a madman at times last night. McAvoy in our last game was the only guy who could fucking skate the puck across the line. It was yeah. infuriating. Yeah, but, uh, Bruins need to get back to that 2011 dump and chase mentality and and fucking lay somebody out because it's it's gonna it's got chippy obviously last night. Did you yeah. see the clip from the end of the game by the way with Nosik and uh, Kachuk? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, do you hear what Kachuk was yelling like five or six no, times? He goes, "She's a fucking whore." <laughs> oh, I was like, no, "Who is he talking about?" And like, I have I still have no idea. But in my mind, I said to my dad too. I was like. If Matthew Kachuk fucked Nosek's girl, he needs to sit or this series is over. Like, you can't – like, Nosek had nothing to say to – if you watch the clip, bro, it's uh, – I forget who's between the benches, but he's just, like, standing there like, okay. And, and Kachuk's leaning his head out the bench like, she's a fucking whore. And it's like, who are you talking about, bro? And Nosek's just sitting there stone-faced, pissed. Like, that's that was before he came out and threw an elbow at Eric Stahl. So. Jesus, dude. I it's, mean, it's getting real. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, Kachuk, like, dude, I mean, that guy scores a hundred points and he's a like good looking dude, fucking mean as fuck. So I wouldn't be shocked at all. And, uh, it, that reminds me if of that, like, yeah, if that is the case, then I'm on the bandwagon with all my <laughs> EI 98 five buddies. Like, we're fucked. We're more <laughs> fucked than no six girl. Dude, it's the uh, slap shot where he's like doing loops around the thing. He's yeah, like, that's what man sucks, pussy. My grandpa was like, "Yep, slap shot. This is all slap shot right now." That <laughs> last twenty seconds of the game, they just called it with like three seconds left. They were like, "We need to get out of here. It was gonna be fucking uh, blood." Hey, Hammerhead, Suzanne <sighs> sucks, pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I was watching it at work. Like <clears throat> the good and bad of it has been like I've been working a shit ton. But like working in a restaurant, we have all the games on. So like, yeah. but I just don't see like it. It was I didn't even really catch it during the game. Someone sent me like a thirty second. He says it like five or six times. That's why I was like, that's not really something you just like yeah. say and then keep hammering if there's not like a little something behind it. So I was like, fuck, man, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and no sick too. Not like I know. Guy, no, guy no. cracked the lineup because Monty is a fucking marshmallow brain and played bergeron in game 82 dude that's gonna kill me man is a he's a playoff i I like no i dude i love our team i'd take our 12 forwards over any guy like any guys anytime like like uh john cooper was saying last night i don't know if you saw the quote after the game they were asking uh they were asking him about like what's it like going against uh centers this deep or something like that three lines deep center wise and he was like uh what are you talking about He's like, I'd take Stamco, Sorelli, and whatever all day, every year. Point. Give me those three guys. Yeah, point. All three, all three guys, give me them all day. And it's like that that's the type of confidence I have in my team. And I see a lot of people, Bruins fans in particular, like very nervous without Bergie. But 
this team hasn't lost three games in a row all all year in regulation. So I'll take it. Uh, even if we lose tonight, I'm not worried. This, yeah, no, I wouldn't. We're worry. trying you things. Down, I mean, Coyle was down. on the top line during morning skate. Like we are mixing it up tonight. Well, yeah, and also you're talking about like the reason you lost the last game is like turnovers, sloppy defensive play. Like that's something that Bergeron doesn't do. So sixteen giveaways to five. Yeah, so it's like. But yeah, also, you scored, you got, like, what, they finished with, what, like, 130 fucking points? Like, you should be able to take care of the Panthers without them. So, yeah, I Agreed. mean, yeah, you can't really, I know, like, if you were to lose, which I still don't, I, there shouldn't be any reason why you do. No. That's not an excuse to be like, oh, well, we didn't have Bergeron. Like, dude, your team's way deeper than the four Panthers. And, and, and I'll, I'll go on record because everybody else has said it, but the Bruins – anything other than a Stanley cup is a letdown. It, it's they have played so good all year and so, and their bounce back game to game has been so incredible. I think they lost two games back to back all year. So, and, and one of them was an overtime loss. So it's that consistency that, and it's, it's the thing that scares me the most about not having Bergeron because I feel like more almost as much as Monty he's the coach of that team and he's the one that brings them back to center when something like this happens uh and him not taking the trip to Florida is fucking scary for me yeah that sucks he what's wrong with him I don't even know what's nobody knows so that's oh, that's like that's the biggest fucking hockey, problem bro. that's he was, hockey bro yeah yeah but he, so we were told he was sick for game one um and I remember that was the conversation with all my friends and family and other Bruins fans like how sick does Bergeron have to be to not play turns yeah. out he's not sick he's hurt um and they I don't know if you saw the the video of him at morning skate uh the first one I saw he looked fucking awful he, but again he's the only guy on the ice he could just be gassed yeah um yeah it's it's the rumor I'm hearing now is that he'll be ready for game 5 that's yeah, why he didn't exactly. fly because when you fly, inflammation, bruising, lactic acid buildup yeah. all gets worse. There's no reason to rush him back when this is a guy that we're talking about who played game seven with a broken rib and a bruised lung. Like if he could play, he could play. So I, I expect him back for game five. The yeah. night the nightmare is being tied to two when we come back, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think that's probably why they're eyeing game five because it's like, yeah, at that point, these are like the games where it's like, okay, if it is tied 2-2, like you got to suck it up. Like we need you out there clearly. If we're tied 2-2, something's going wrong. And, and I don't I don't even know if that's a like you got to – I think he's saying like I'm playing game yeah, five. Yeah, that's if what I mean. not taking me to yeah. Florida, I'm playing in game five. So. Yeah, 100%. But they should be – okay, I was trying to think – what was I – my other point going to be? I don't know. I can't remember. But, yeah. They're good. They're good at hockey. So uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I remember what I was confirmed. Saying. So you didn't know they, it before. You know now. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they definitely went all the way in because I was just reading an article too, like the Bergeron and Krejci contracts, which I like. Dude, every time I look at them, I just like laugh. Like what a boondoggle, bro! Paying Bergeron and Krejci like four mil combined is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, those those guys uh, are. They're they want to win a fucking Stanley oh, yeah. Cup, so. Krejci, so, Krejci, like, th there's a, a couple, like, are we sure that's Taylor Hall, by the way? Like, out there on the ice wearing that Hall jersey? Like, I was MVP five years ago. A fucking, yeah. <laughs> he scored that garbage time goal, and, like, I, I, we need certain guys to step up in Bergie's absence. Hall got moved up to the second line for morning skate. I hope that lights a fire under his ass. We, something needs to give at this point. With the he's, 
Yeah, he's your Anthony Manchin at this point. Like you're paying him way too much money to do not enough. Like I and that was to my point is they got it, like you said, it's Stanley Cover Bus because they're gonna be in trouble in the offseason in terms of like they're getting almost five million in penalties from Krejci and Bergeron, and then they're already tight against the cap as it is, and the cap's not gonna move that much. So, which is another reason going back to what you said, like smart move to move all Mark. He's making $5 million when you can be paying Swayman to do like, even if he does whatever, 90% of what a Allmark comparable does. job. I mean, he, he's proven yeah. he can do that. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, Hall's a guy, dude, they definitely got to move and they'll probably have to eat like sending some sort of decent draft draft pick to get someone to take that. If I can send them to Arizona or some shit. Um, Again, I forgot yeah, that he played there. Yeah, that would suck for him. Yeah, that would be real bad for him. But uh, uh but game tonight, we'll focus on that. Yeah, you focus let's, on let's 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 get game. off my fucking team. I'm so nauseated at talking about this fucking shit. Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> dude, I'm just having I'm just listening to you talk, just having flashbacks of 2018. I'm like, no, dude, like we're fine. Like doesn't matter, yeah. dude. We get burned. I mean, and and it's it yeah, it's it's the it's the conversation I'm having with myself fucking last 48 hours so i keep looking at my fucking i'm like it back to in like grade school where i'm like looking at the clock every like 30 minutes and being like oh my god this fucking time is so slow like get me to 6 30 bro i need to play i need to watch this team play again yes dude and it's uh like i just still remember like every night obviously or every game in 2018 just like i'm in I mean, really any game, but I just obviously remember that one more vividly. Like I'm at Bennett Street with my roommates. Yeah. One of my roommates, you know, provides provided a service. So I got like people coming to the house to like provided you know, a service. <laughs> That's an incredibly you know, like statue of limitations. <laughs> you, um yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway, so we got people coming over to hang out, whatever, because there's three other roommates. There's obviously people coming through the house and there's just me like sitting in my chair in the middle of the living room, just like so tight. And like at any moment they could be in the other room and I'm just like flipping a chair like fucking and they have no idea if I'm like punching a wall because I'm happy or I'm sad. Yep. And that was just, that was like, the other night. What, for is me. This kid? what is this kid doing? Down one nothing, tied one one, down two one, tied yeah. two two. It was yeah. just an emotional roller coaster. So, all right, let's uh, let's talk about yeah, a different series. Cool. Yeah, what, what do you want to talk about, dude? I want. Um, I saw a vintage Patrick Kane last night score a vintage. Patrick awesome, Kane that's what I was thinking of going to. Um, I don't know if you're listening to Chicklets and Game Notes recently, but Pasha is such a fucking loser. Dude, um, what an idiot. What an what idiot. idiot. dude. I mean, uh, for those yeah, that Patrick don't know. Dean, one of the greatest playoff players of all time. Best U.S. born player. I was going to say, maybe the best American ever. He, he said he's going to have a negative impact on yeah. the series. He's going to cause more goals against than he's going to score and blah, blah, blah. Like, what an idiot, dude. I mean, as a Bruins fan, I had to watch both these motherfuckers, Tarasenko included, dismantle my team on playoff runs in the Stanley Cup final not like in the Eastern Conference finals like these are gamers dude like these guys get up for these games like yeah. specifically they wait all year to turn it on right now and last night was insane I, I remember I was I was watching the games with my grandfather uh, and I look over to him on that Kane Kreider tip in and I was like Kane Kane's the next goal scorer at some point like he is he looks exactly as good as he did the last time I was forced to fucking I was force fed him in 2013. <laughs>
But Dude, he yeah, probably just feels alive again. Like he's been like, I mean, what do you get? He got like almost a hundred points last year for the yeah. Blackhawks. And he's just like, Dude, it's crazy, and you see it too in Olmark, like how just like a bad situation, like just getting to a good situation can change, even if you're Kane, like definitely losing some of his steam, but like that's the hands are still there, like he's still smooth, he still sees the ice well, like maybe he lost a step in speed, but it doesn't matter, and when everything's tighter in the playoffs, like those hands and that experience, like you just can't, you can't teach that. You and can't, all- Yeah, you can't buy that come playoff time, like that was – in my opinion, I, as and selfishly as someone who has a Rangers feature, that that uh, was same. a <laughs> massive acquisition at the deadline. Maybe the biggest, other than I, I think Bertuzzi for us is massive and it's showing dividends right now. That dude's yeah. a gamer. Um, and, and you're talking about like guys that go from a different situation. Like Detroit wasn't a bad situation. No. Chicago was a bad situation at this point, especially after a few years ago with all that shit. All over, all over, and all over, and every mean, way, shape, and form, off the ice, on the ice. Just to get away from that is everything. huge. Yeah. So, dude, just to have your name, like, think about it, it's been what two, three years now that it's just like feels like once a month we're just hearing like, oh, Taze and Kane are gonna be gone. Taze and Kane are gonna be gone, yeah. and like that, surrounded by like the like sexual assault shit. And then they had like something else more recently, like some more like sketchy stuff happened. I don't even remember what it was, but it's just like, and clearly that whoever the management is just like being so poor at their job. So poor yeah. at their job. Like just, just not, just not there, but they they think of their franchise as a business. Yeah. Well, and it's like, those guys have given so much to you, dude, like give them some sort of like respect when you're, shopping them around or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. obviously it's especially a- when they're guys that basically put your franchise on the map this last two saved your franchise like, dude yeah saved it there was yeah. nobody going to blackhawks games matt the madhouse on madison was born from yeah. jonathan taze and patrick kane so but uh yeah that was the uh shit of the chicago blackhawks uh do you, do you think the devils are done oh yeah dude and that's the yeah. other thing i was gonna say is like you're an idiot like what i was talking about you can't teach that and Posh is learning that right now because, dude, they look brutal. They don't belong there. Like, shout out to them. They had a great bounce back season from being, like, so bad last the year. The best point point comeback in terms of whatever in NHL history, like, single yeah. season bounce back. Congrats I, to I, them, and I think they're going to be good moving forward in the next, whatever, five years or so. But you don't belong here right now. And you're, I agree. From what I you've shown me. I feel the same way. I think – um I think a lot of that team has really bright futures, but I don't know if you saw the statistic game one about playoff experience. Yeah. It fucking matters, dude. It really does. Like if you watch, if you watch the Rangers, they're diving in front of, they they know this is playoff hockey. Now, like game one, they knew right away. We got to get in front of shots. We got to play good special teams. Can't take stupid fucking penalties. These got and they have the guys in the locker room to really hammer that message home guys that have been there, done it before. So, I think that adding Kane is is just, I mean that that was the cherry on top for me. I I I had a Dallas Stars and a New York Rangers future at the beginning of the year, cashed my Stars one out at the beginning of the playoffs, um, and I'm, I'm Bruins Rangers, but Bruins in my heart, Rangers in my head. Yeah, I'm on the Rangers. I'm on the Rangers, and, and I got the Oilers too. That what one. What do you just... What did you get Rangers at? Fourteen hundred. Okay, so yeah. that was was that after Kane? 
Yeah. Uh, it might have been before, though, because actually I was listening to. I forget some someone the other day said that it actually went. Uh, down after EFT. OK, yeah, which is weird. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, I did remember that. I I because I, I uh I remember looking at it just to see like where it had moved to because I got it at plus two thousand I bet the, I bet it the day after they lost the Eastern Conference Finals, so yeah, I, I my thinking on futures was who are the two most impressive goalies one from each conference and that's what I put my futures on. Fair enough. Um, I cashed my Dallas Stars future out and put and sprinkled Ottinger for the Conn Smythe because if they figure out a way to win the cup that's going to be the reason why. Shout out Jake Ottinger. Shout out Otter, he's insane. Be you he's guy. what? Be you guy. Be you guy. Dude, I didn't realize complete sidetrack. I didn't know uh Matty Bernier's from Hingham. Did you know that? Matty Berniers, you mean? Yeah, Berniers. Uh no, I didn't. From Hingham went to Milton Academy. Oh wow. <laughs> didn't know that. And then I'm like finding this out looking at his wiki, and up he comes on a wiki uh, on a Chipotle fucking commercial like he sponsored. <laughs> Guy's 20 years old. Can't buy a woman a drink, but he's like, I got you free bowls, baby. All day. It's like, <laughs> free bowls. Fucking hilarious, man. Uh, dude, that a lot, of, a lot of great hockey players coming out of Hingham. Yeah. Shout, yeah. Out, shout out the kid, dude. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think the Devils are dead. Um, what other Eastern matchups are interesting? Um, oh, Lightning Leafs, dude. <laughs> Did you see that game last night? Uh, I caught like the back end of it, but yeah, I mean, dude, they needed that bad because holy I admit, I admit, you Marner anytime goal scorer, and from his goal, that first goal, it was a completely different vibe from game one. Yeah, I mean, after after uh, I think it was like a like third or fourth shot on net because right after the goal, Tampa went up and had seven shots to none for like the next ten minutes, and the next shot they got on Dassey hit his mask off and. My God, that dude needs to try just for men. Holy shit, what a bad <laughs> visual. Um, but but seriously though, like I, I I've never uh, in at least off the top of my head, can't remember a bigger swing in two games. Um, do you have any vibe on that series right now? I well, dude. I mean, my first obvious, obviously, my first reaction after the first game, or as I was watching the first game, just like an absolute beatdown is like again going back to these guys know what they're doing and the Leafs are getting in their own heads again and this is going to happen again like it always does they're going to lose in the first round but dude they gotta win like they have like that was a huge bounce back I think if they would have lost this game like close or not they might have just burned the team boss full panic button dude (laughs) move it to Hamilton get them out of there Like fuck, um, Hamilton. But uh, I, I think they can do it. I, I bet them to win the series just because. I don't know. I just feel like at some point, it, like you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. You got to do it at some point. But also, dude, just uh, shout out the Capitals for just giving the Devils and the Leafs like. How are we shouting out the Capitals? Because, dude, Sam Sonoff and Vanacek just continuing to implode in the playoffs. I mean, there's a Bruins player on every single team in this playoffs. We want to do I know, the shout out. Capitals okay. goalies are bad in the playoffs, and, and the trend continues no matter what team they're on. Okay. I mean, to counter that point, I think Grubauer looks awesome. That is true. He's good. He looks great. Against a, a, that, in my mind, that was the least 
uh, good, like the worst matchup in terms of the first round. I thought they were going to fucking demolish them. And, and to be fair, that's because I haven't watched a ton of Seattle games. I'll, I'll be, I'll admit it. But, um, I think that, uh, uh, group hour looks incredible. And I think that, um, that series is far from over. I think that series goes yeah. seven Toronto. And, I, can't, uh, I mean, they got nothing to lose, bro. They're same boat as like Vegas, their year that they went all the way to the cup. I mean, granted, this is Kraken's what second year, but still, uh, they, I mean, they got nothing to lose. So why not? And the Avalanche that, have everything to lose. That's kind of my only fear with Florida is that they're playing with house money, you know, that no one's going to yeah. ever be like, Oh, you guys should have won that. Even if they're up through one, you know, uh yeah um what else we got jets and golden knights i won a nice uh live bet there last night that was good yep i had uh i had golden knights late jets well. are jets are a problem though that like that's one of those yeah. it's a classic team like you don't want to see them in the first round you know what i mean because yeah i mean that's that's a horrible draw for vegas Connor hellebuck's insane yeah he's so good um that save last night was crazy the one where he's falling into the net see that? that yes was insane dude He's so probably good. the best save of the playoffs so far. He's one. He is. Um, I used to say. Well, I certainly don't after this year. I used to say like Darcy Kemper, regardless of like his stats, like eye test is the best goalie in the league. Um, just obviously he's on Arizona and they're brutal, and he's getting like fifty shots oh, a game. Fuck. <laughs> he was dude. He was, and then okay, or whatever you want to say, like underrated, whatever. And but the like, best goalie like, in the league is insane. I think right now. No, I know, but at any point, even dude, when they yes. won the cup, he was mid as fuck. No, before that, dude, when he was on Arizona, dude, he's making like forty-five saves a night. Yeah, well, that's because you're facing one hundred and fifty shots when you play for Arizona. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, dude. The fact that he had like top five numbers playing for that. Day. Yeah, okay, that's that's. I'm a fair talking point. about in the. This is what I'm saying, but then like now, I feel like hella bucks that guy where he doesn't get the respect he deserves. He's like. I don't know. Uh, I agree with that. Top. I think he's probably the least talked about elite goalie in the NHL. Yeah, because I would say consistently over what the last five years, you'd have to say the best goalie is probably Vasilevsky, and then he's like got to be in the that top three conversation. I would say Vasilevsky's in like the Tom Brady category for me yeah. of like, are you ever really gonna feel confident against that guy? You know. Oh, absolutely. Like, are, are you? And that's why, like, even last night, I I lost a fourteen parlay betting betting Leafs money line or uh, Lightning money line, and and I don't even I I don't feel bad about it, you know. Because no. until the Leafs get out of one round, I'm never gonna fucking believe that they're. I, I mean, I bet them to win the series. That's my own stupid fault. But until they until they get out, I'm gonna continue to bet on the Lightning on money line on I, I hate puck lines right now. I think that yeah the NH the the way guys are handling the empty net late, they're just fucking saucing it down the ice, getting it out of the zone even if it's an icing. So Yep. I agree. Uh all right, so we touched it uh Hurricanes Islanders is a nothing burger series for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. give a single fuck about that series. Not the under. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll not watch a minute of it. Uh, I, wa I watched the first 30 minutes of it just because they're before my game starts. That's the only reason I watch yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stars at Wild is tied up, and that's – Great like, series. Yeah. Great, great series, series, surprisingly. Yeah. Minnesota is like – I feel like for 10 years now, like that, like you were saying about Halibut, like they, you don't want to see them in the first round because they're good for at least a tough round every year. Yeah. Like they're a tough out every year, even since the Zaka and uh, – or not Zaka um, – 
help me out, Parise oh. and uh, oh. Suter days. You know, like since those days, they've been a tough pain in the ass first round matchup. So, yeah, I I picked them to win this series. That was my one upset. I picked it like I had a whole parlay of every too, series yeah. winner. You did? Yeah, I, I like. I like uh I like their team top to bottom. Why the fuck would you throw fl- Flower in net? Why would you? Yeah, why would you throw him in game two after Gustafson won you game one? I, that didn't make sense to me. I don't know. Dude, teams do that sometimes. They like, although they're not really in a position to do that because they're not really like playing a team that, that they should beat. So Yeah, they're, they're like, that's what I mean. Like going back to the Bruins for a second, like we are in that position where we can afford to toss Swayman. Yeah. Like, like I love Carolina. I love Flower, could play, Carolina could call up like an AHL goalie and try him out if they wanted. Yeah. To. <laughs> like, I mean, I love Flower, but like Gustafson won you that game, man. Like double, like he, he did not play as good as Otter, but he didn't have to face as many shots. Like at times, yeah. like in the overtime, he was the best player on the ice for Minnesota. And then you sit in next game. I, I, that, that made no sense to me. So no, that doesn't make sense to me either. I'm the, yeah, I'm very much, I don't know it it's tough but you gotta like ride the hot hand i get so it's like i don't know why and it's a three two game like i don't yeah yeah it's, that's, that's another reason i respected florida game. for going back to lion because you give up one bad goal realistically yeah. it's a two one game so i i think that i don't understand that decision making um from well, minnesota it could, but could work i guess i don't know yeah yeah we'll find out um but uh, yeah, Dallas also. I I like them. Like if they get past the Wild, I think they they can go deep. Like they were kind of sneaky. Get they're just kind of sneaky good. Like I don't yeah. know. They kind of fly under the radar. Solid, they're a solid top six and first two pairings team. Like they're not gonna blow your socks off and win games like seven two like this Lightning Leaf series, but. Yeah, they'll they'll grind you down and wear you down, and that's what happened in game one. They just stayed in the game, kept it kept it tied, and in overtime they got a good bounce. Like that's all. That's NHL playoff hockey. Yep, absolutely. And Otter will keep you in literally every game. He's so good. Yep. Absolutely. Last one we're gonna talk about uh, Oilers and Kings, which has also been an awesome series. Oilers, I did put a future on them. It was like the Rangers was like. It, that's a smart play, like good value. I believe in their team. Oilers, I don't, and I did this last year too. Like I just want them to win so bad, and I just don't believe they will. But I bet on them to win anyways because yeah. I just, it's it's got to be similar to like when I was growing up. Why I even became a Capitals fan because I was just so infatuated with Ovechkin. Obviously, it's the same thing with like McDavid and Drysaddle. I just like. I want them to win. So I want Connor McDavid to win a Stanley Cup so bad. I think it would be so good for hockey, like just selfishly. Like I need yeah. this guy to be a bona fide superstar. I need him to be talked about. Like people need to know, dude. They need. I mean, to know I, I, I mean, I'm also, I'm also in that boat, man. Just like as a hockey fan, like so ho- hockey for people that don't know me came into my life very late. I did not even put on skates until I was 15 years old, and uh, it shows w- watching. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It shows, dude, I played goalie. I didn't need to show it. Um, but watching Connor McDavid is like, I mean, I grew up in baseball. Uh, I grew up watching football and basketball. No athlete has ever like floored me game to game more than Connor McDavid, dude, like the shit he does on a daily basis. And this is, if you're a hockey fan, like you're, you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. I've heard it before, but it really is like, if you've never seen this dude play, 
And it's it is like so criminal that he hasn't been to a Stanley Cup final yeah. yet. Like last year in the Western Conference final, I was rooting for them so hard. It's unreal. And it's so tough this year because this is supposed to be our year, the Bruins, like it's cup or bust. And I and like even 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 with like all that said, I want him to make the cup final against us. Like I would love to be Bruins Oilers cup final. That would be awesome. That would be awesome, dude. Awesome. The best player, I've already said this before. I mean, you can chirp me if you want. That would be the best player of all time versus the best team of all time, probably. Why would I chirp you for that? I don't know. Some people. Sure. Go, um, yeah, okay. All right. Well, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. The greatest team of all time. What, yeah. What, what's debatable about that statement? The greatest player, I'm saying. versus Yeah, yeah Connor McDavid. The greatest yeah, athlete yes. in his sport of all time. Yeah. Most dominant. Yeah, I, think we're, I think we're both in agreement that. there. I So on this podcast – I mean, it's, it was a while ago now. It was probably a year ago, maybe more, that I was on here with Juan, and I was trying to tell him this, and he, like, thought I was crazy. And then I flew out. He was living in San Diego, and we, like, had some some beers, obviously, in us. And I'm like, all right, dude, like, let me, like, we're watching whatever. We're watching, like, San Diego State play some fucking bullshit football game that we bet on because we're degenerates. I'm like, all right, dude, now that we're, like, good and drunk, we want our bets sick. Like, I was like, I'm putting on these highlights. I've got to prove this to you, whatever. Dude, I just, dude that's so funny that you say that. Go like ahead, sorry. Like, a 10-minute video, dude, of just all the Connor McDavid highlights. And we just, like, didn't really speak at all. Well, he didn't speak at all. Like, obviously, I'm making dumbass. You're like, look at that. I'm like, this is so sick, dude. Yeah. This is so sick. Yeah. And you see that? We rewind yeah. it, dude. You yeah. see him do it? He, like, threw five guys. And <laughs> And at the end, he was just like, all right, yeah. Like, he, yeah, he, he's insane. Like, to a guy who doesn't watch any hockey. And, like, same thing with my buddy Bear. Like, I've done the same thing. Like, all my friends who are, like, big in the Shout, shout out, Bear. Chirp. Yeah, shout out, Bear. Shout out Bear. <laughs> and who would chirp me and be like, like, you know, like, the type of guys that are, like, nobody cares about hockey, whatever. They don't watch it. Yeah. And I just show NBA them fans. And they're like, okay, yeah, exactly. And then I show them that, and they're like, okay, this is, yeah. There's, there's guys that like watching their star players kick people in the dick. Yes. <laughs> so and we're saying too, at a time where hockey is the best it's been in like 20 years that this guy yeah. is by far. Like yeah, the, the, it's crazy. Like you we were talking about earlier, like the talent level compared to where it used to be. And McDavid has just like eclipsed that talent level to a, like a, a place that like, it's like, how, how do you, you you can't get other guys there. There's no amount of hockey. Like you're born with that. Like he's so good. He has highlights. Kid. He has like top 10, like sports center highlights when he doesn't even score. Like the one the other night, dude, where he just goes end to end through five guys. And like, uh, the goalie made a six. I mean, dude, it's like, he has one point. Like yeah. he has one point right now. It's criminal. We haven't even mentioned Leon dry yet, dude, that guy. I mean, my dream, wet dream scenario is we trade Halsey, Olmark, okay. Grizzlick, and like a fucking pick, and we get that guy. Because I mean, that's that's a franchise guy. Like he he's he's carried that team through two games. He yeah. has carried that team through two games. And and uh, I, I personally love him almost as much as I love McDavid. Yeah, he's awesome. Partially because I want a shit ton of money on him, having him on my fantasy hockey team this year, but. Uh, Watching the Oilers play, man, it's like the only team that's going to beat the Oilers is the Oilers, you know? Like, if yes. they cannot stay out of the box, they cannot take stupid – because we're talking about McDavid. He's got one point. He's got an assist, man. 
So yeah. like if they can shut down him and then the other guys make mistakes like on that team, like who other yeah. than Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Hyman, like there's a couple other guys on that team that can carry a load for that for a couple games. But most of those guys are shooting you in the foot a lot of the time, I feel like. Yeah. And I think and, I, and this is someone who, like I said, I picked Oilers. But I also won my biggest bet of the playoffs so far going Kings down 2 nothing game one, money line. So, yeah. like, I, it's just – it's the playoffs. You have to play the full 60 minutes. You can't let that shit get to you at the end of that because that's what just happened. They they got cozy, it looked like, in game one. Yeah, and it's similar to what we said about – what was the series before? Oh, the getting the Jets. <clears throat> Vegas getting the Jets. Kings are good. Yeah. That's they're, a tough draw. And they were they were hitting their stride like right as they came into playoffs. And honestly, I think I don't know exactly who they would play in the next round if the Oilers won. But I would say that this series might be more difficult for them because of that. That they have Philip Deneau and uh Anze Kopitar, who are two of the best, two of the best the, the Bergeron players. of the West. Yes, and Dano is just straight up a defensive beast. Like Dano is the guy who McDavid said is the hardest guy to go against yeah. so far in his career. So that I mean, you want to talk so about when you praise, have both man. those guys, you can't really match lineups because it's not like when you play the Bruins, it's like okay, like Bergeron's off the ice, like McDavid get out. Well, I mean, maybe the Oilers. By the way, Oilers play the winner of Vegas and to the Jets, so their their okay. path is anything but easy. Yeah, definitely not. But uh. Yeah, it's just because they can throw – they have two guys they can throw out there and defend him, like, well, and that's that's tough. I mean – Yeah, yep. and that's that's what I'm saying about, like, those other guys, the Hymans, the Dreisaitl's. Like, if if you're, a, if you're a guy not named one of those guys on that team, your job is to just maintain while those guys aren't on the ice, you know? And that's a scary thing as an Oiler fan, I, I can imagine. Yeah, they definitely – yeah, they... At home is a, is a great ad. I mean – He's already paid dividends in that game they won. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, I, I, it would suck to not have McDavid, at least in the Western Conference Finals. Like, And Dreisaitl. I'm going to put Dreisaitl in there, too, because he's been so fucking fun to watch. And, Dude, he's awesome. I mean, he's not McDavid, but he might be, other than, like, we were talking about Halibut before, like the most criminally non-talked-about guy, and it's just because he's not even the best guy on his team. But he yeah. might be the second-best player in the NHL. Second-best player in the league, dude. I it, it... Yeah, and he is so he's uh he's one of those guys like it's got to be like I guess like an NBA comparison is like like you see like Shaq on TV and you're like oh that dude's big but then you see him in person you're like holy shit that dude's big yeah like that's Leon Dreisaitl in hockey dude you see him what like especially in a sport where not everybody like pretty much there's no one really over like what I don't know six foot a lot of times six two maybe I'd say like yes yeah, six two probably there's I mean. The, the bruiser breed is dying, man. Like there yeah. are no, like it, it's, it's crazy. That, I mean, we we're talking about like in terms of skill earlier, like even guys like Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves, like they're on the bottom, bottom end of like yeah what you can be and still play in the NHL and be like a tough guy. Yeah. The obviously, <laughs> I mean, you're teeing me up for this. I have to do this. Obviously the gold standard for a player like that is Tom Wilson. So uh I agree. Yeah. I, I as a, guy who's been a fan of the Bruins since I started watching hockey, like you need a Martian, you need a, a, a guy that's going to fucking get under guy's skin. And speaking of which he's our best player through these two games so far, Marshy. Marshy. He's yeah. a fucking pest. 
He's scoring. He's getting the guy's faces, you know, and that's what you need. Like you need a a Vander Kane. You need a Ryan Reeves. You need a, a, an instigator who's going to make guys take those stupid fucking penalties. Yeah. And and I think that's where one of the big advantages is with the Kings. Like the Kings are a disciplined team. They have, like you said, Dowdy and Kopitar guys that have been there before. And even touching on that Leafs series, like I think getting a guy like Ryan O'Reilly, you need those types of Bergeron presences in the room, guys that have been there, done that. They can say, hey, it's one fucking game. Yeah. Let's win tomorrow. Let's win the first period tomorrow. Then win the second period, win the third period. We win a game, we're tied up. It's it's these younger teams. That's the only thing I worry about with like the Oilers is that they don't have a lot of guys that have done it. And mm-hmm. it seems like one of those locker rooms where they could be gripping the stick tight if they go down 2-1. So. Yeah, they just I – don't, I don't know, man. I just – for the sake of like the city of Edmonton, their their management needs to figure it out and get this guy into a finals. Like get him, like because even this team, dude, is not like you look at it on paper and it's like it's good enough because you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. But dude, you take those two guys off that team and they're pretty so, bad. Let me ask you that: Do you think that? Do you think like I? I you kind of chuckled at me earlier, but do you take that trade if you're the Oilers? Do you take Taylor Hall, Matt Grizzlick, Linus Olmark? And like a pick, a first or a second rounder. Because that is what they're missing. They're missing guys on every line. Like there's there's one or two guys every time there's five guys on the ice for them that you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. Don't make a yeah. You know, like that's the only thing with the Bruins. Like I watch all 12 forwards and all 60 men and I'm not like at any given time, like this guy's the guy that's going to fuck us. Like, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I it's you're saying like the depth thing. I, I don't think you, it's not the NBA. You don't get there with two star players. No, definitely not. I just think they could have done a better job. And I think if they don't. So what do you think? Do you think that's right? I, dude, I don't... It's hard. It's fucking really hard. I think I need a, I, but dude, it's Leon Dreitzel. Like, I almost think you need to be like, you'd have to put like Lindholm in there instead of like Grizzly or something. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you do that. You're like, yeah, sure. That's- I, I still do that as a Boston Bruins fan and a guy who fell in love with Hampus Lindholm long before he was wearing the spokes. Oh, yeah. Great. I think he was like one of the most criminally buried players out West. And when we got him, I was amped. I mean, yeah. And also, like, it would kind of make sense for both sides because they, yeah, they could definitely use a Hampus Lindholm and an Olmark and uh, whoever the other person he said was. And, a first round pick, and then obviously the Bruins. I said Halsey, Grizzlick, Olmark, and a first yeah. and potentially okay. second rounder. Yeah, and then because they need goaltending. Yeah, too. like he, I mean, what, uh, what's his definitely. name? I'm blanking on his name right now. Campbell, right? He's played. He's played good. Campbell, yeah, serviceable, but serviceable doesn't win cups. Yeah, and then obviously on the Bruins side, like you can, <laughs> God, God fucking knows they can, they can uh, offload a defenseman, dude. They have. I said this like the second they got Dmitry Orlov, like that's the best six defensemen put together maybe ever. Dude, I mean when so uh, I, I didn't Dmitry Orlov's on like the third pairing, dude. I didn't know first line pairing guy when he showed up. I just knew he played with John Carlson. So I knew we were getting a solid, solid at home D man. I had no idea he was a good hockey player. <laughs> like our best he's defense. a good hockey player. Like he like he's a lot more than a stay-at-home defenseman, and I had no idea about that before he came to us. He's been consistently for the Capitals the best defensive player we've had 
over since I don't know whenever however many years he's been there basically like Carlson's great don't get me wrong like he scores a lot of goals he can but he's got the, the Eric Carlson that. thing you know where he, yeah, he can burn you he, oh no one I know it dude yeah Whereas no, see, I, I knew that about John. I didn't know that. I didn't know Dimitri had so much to his game. That's when he got here. I was like, holy yep. shit, dude. Like, we are special now. Yeah. And yeah. Garnet, dude. Garnet is a fucking Bruin. Like, he was a Boston Bruin the minute he stepped on the ice. So Main I mean, guy, I, dude. Yeah, Mainer. Mainer guy. Vacation, I man. I love Garnet Hathaway. He's a playoff type player, too. He can score greasy goals, and he'll beat the fuck out of you. Yeah, he's in front of the net. I, I, I mean... God, get me a fucking 630 already, bro. I'm dying here. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, yeah, uh, that series should be good. The Oilers, Kings, I like that one a lot. Who else is playing? Who's, they're playing tonight. Yeah. Uh, let's do – Let's do. you got any picks tonight? And then we can move on to some other sports shit so that you can um, get so your heart rate down. Right now I only have um, uh, Bruins Celtics parlay um, for Moneyline. Uh, I'm looking at picks tonight, like I said, under in the uh, Carolina Hurricanes Islanders game. It's at five right now for me, which is absurd. I'll probably make it five and a half. Uh, yeah. Oh, five, dude. Yeah, five is, I mean, in today's NHL, come on, bro. I'm just pretty much if I see a line under six, I'm just hitting the over <laughs> pretty much every time. Yeah. If even, I lose, even... I lose, whatever. Okay, okay. It's minus one forty three. Although five, the Islanders so. scare me, dude. The Islanders scare me with any type of anything. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I like that alternate under. Um. I'm fucking hammering the Bruins tonight. I just have to. It's. I mean, that's just my my obligation as a fan and as a guy who's wearing the full jersey and pajamas right now. I mean, I can't even. Uh, I love. Um. I love the over in Minnesota. Down. I might go full totals say. tonight, honestly. I'm over five and a half. I have that at plus 105 right now. Um, yeah, I love that. I'm definitely hitting that. And then in the late game, uh, God, that's that one's tough. Oilers at, at Kings. It's just almost smart to just take the Kings. I'm not going to need like time on that one. I'm not even going to just throw out a pick to throw out a pick for that because. Yeah. That's I a mean, tough one. dude, the hurt. I have the hurt. Honestly, okay. Uh, Connor McDavid, anytime goal scorer. All right, there you go. Bang. I mean, Leon Draisaitl, anytime goal scorer. Too. Yeah, but but I mean, like he hasn't. He has one point. McDavid through two games. Like he, uh, you've seen the stat. He had seven games without a point this year. I mean, yep. He's unreal. He's had oh, more he's games one... with multiple points than he did without a point. So, and he's minus one fifteen. I like that too. I'll okay. take that as That's, well. Uh, right yeah. Here. Also, shout out one more shout out for Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, When I went to Nashville this year, I had some sort of boost. Used it on Dreisaitl first goal, and like I put whatever. I, it, I think it when you use the boost, they only let you put like twenty five dollars on it or something. But it was like plus thirteen hundred or something crazy like that first goal scorer and he ripped it dude and i was i'm obviously like been drinking all day i'm losing it in the stand yeah, you said you're in nashville that was implied yeah literally in nashville and i'm dry saddle scores the whole place because they have a great crowd there dude like they live and die for the predators 
Yeah. And I'm just like standing up like, fuck yes. Like all the Predators fans around me are like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I went sorry, to dude. the Bruins were there this year and uh, my buddy came down for it. We watched them wax the Preds five, nothing. That was an awesome game. And we we're, I was like, we're sitting up in the nosebleeds tonight just cause like, we're going to make these tickets. Like we're going to make this money back uh, in this first period. Yeah. So. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, yeah, so tonight I'm definitely going to take – if you're giving me the Hurricanes at plus money, I'm absolutely taking that. Um, what are I'm, they plus money for, just money line? Yeah, money line. Yeah, I mean, that's – how are you plus in a 2-0 series? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Uh, Bruins, Panthers, they've been hitting every over, so I might look to the over on that one. I don't know. Definitely going to hit – I, I, I mean, it's six and a half for me. I think Sway is going to be unreal tonight. All right. So I, yeah, I but also like, under. Well, yeah, because but also the Bruins could score. I mean, dude, they can score six goals themselves. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's <clears throat> as a Bruins fan. If I bet the under and the Bruins score seven goals, I'm happy. I don't give a shit. I'll I'll literally light money on fire to have my team. <laughs> don't care. Fair enough. If I have to listen to Matthew Kuchuk run his fucking mouth for another night, calling like my buddy's girlfriend a whore, like I'm gonna lose my shit. Dude, Matt, he should have flown in no six wife. Don't say shit like that. That's like a no joke, dude. That's a if that's real, no six wife stays home. Like there's no you're not oh. coming on that road trip or girlfriend, no. whatever. You stay yeah. the fuck back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Dude, that's and that's by the way, growing up in sports, that's a very fucking real thing. Like the the incest between teams, the fuck like I remember in 11, like very new hockey fan at that point, listening to the stories about like Martian having to baby babysit Sagan, being like, you yeah. can't go out tonight, bro. Like this is fucking, <laughs> this is the playoffs. Like I know you're a young buck. You have unlimited energy right now, but God damn, bro. Like they're, these guys are going to be sending women to you to try and gas you. Like you got to fucking wake up brother. Dude. I remember there's this, uh, actually this is, wow. I haven't thought about this in a long time. So I'm in, it must have been the summer after my freshman. He was on Dallas at this point, obviously, but he was like in town playing the Bruins or something that Sagan was. And this girl, I was at a party and this girl, like, I don't know. She was like a tip. She's like one of those girls that you do your, uh, your fucking real yeah. spout. <laughs> like, yeah. The cloud like, chaser. Yeah. The cloud chaser. Puck bunny, cleat chaser, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So she like obviously mentions like, oh, like Tyler's messaging me or something. I was like, you're fucking bullshitting, dude. And sure enough, dude, she opens a Snapchat and he was putting out the bat signal literally like in Boston. I'm in town. Yeah. I'm yeah. In town. Oh, yeah. Like, Setting up the guy, flare, bro. That's a real fucking thing. Yes, dude. This guy's about to pay for a girl to hop in an Uber from Maine to get down to Boston so he can plug after the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, that's... <laughs> Fucking no sick thing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep him out of there. Um, I had something else to say too. I completely forgot, lost track of remembering that story. But uh, I don't know. I'll think of it again. All right. You want to talk about other sports? Sure. What you got? I, I I'm getting back into baseball. Unfortunately. Are you, dude? I yeah. So, I, I like the pitch clock. I'm a big fan. My dad I like hates the it. Pitch clock too. My dad hates it. I bet he does. (laughs) But but it makes no sense to me because, I mean, he was a fast worker. Like, my dad was was the type of guy who was never going to get a pitch clock violation. So, Mm -hmm. 
I think he, and the way he explained it to me is, is like the suspense of the game is kind of destroyed with it. You know, like those big moments in October where it's like the next pitch, like this is everything, but they're going to do the pitch clock in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, Oh, yeah. I don't like that. It, I mean, I, I don't want to watch a four hour Sunday night baseball game. Like I don't, I don't care enough. I, I don't know anybody that cares enough about baseball anymore. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, yeah, I definitely like it better for betting too. Cause it's like, you get the results. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can watch the game, man. Yeah. Like there's a lot of times, like, especially like over the last few years where I'm like, you know what, maybe I'll like dabble in baseball and it's middle of April. And I'm like, dude, holy fuck. We're in the fourth inning. Like it's nine o'clock. Like, come on. Like I'm not <laughs> staying up till 12 to watch this regular season twin uh, Red Sox game. Like, I will say, dude, like, even if I watch a Red Sox games, like, I mean, maybe you do this as well. Like, if I'm watching a hockey game, like, if I'm wa- if I'm watching, like, whatever game, I might have it on while I'm playing, like, video games or something like that. If I'm watching the Capitals, like, I'm absolutely locked in. Same thing, obviously, you with the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a game I have a big bet on. Like, I'm absolutely locked in. Like, baseball, dude, I got the biggest bet on my life on it. Like, I'm still playing, like, video games. Yeah, it's a second monitor thing, side. for sure. Yeah, which... Yeah, so I think that can help. Is it I, – I really haven't even watched a ton of games. Like I said, I see them at work, which is nice because it's like baseball's on during the day. So it's like if I'm working during the day, I can like look up and see a sport because I'm like a pea brain and I just have to like see a live sport and I'm like happier. Uh, <laughs> that makes – I'm not even going to laugh because that makes 100% yeah. sense. Yeah. Is it like – is it messing with any – big time guys i haven't really heard too much about it so as far as i know it's going like kind of well but i don't know is there like batters that it's really fucking over like pitchers no because they've you know i don't think batters no definitely not uh some pitchers for sure i mean some guys work slower but fuck those guys (laughs) uh, that's the whole point of this entire change is like there's god dice came on suzaka man that's always the guy that comes to my mind 15 seconds between pitches man like it was brutal yeah, to watch. like he, he everyone talked about him coming over for the entire year leading up to that and it was just like he was fun to watch for the first few games and then it was like all right if you want to watch a five-hour baseball game tonight dice is going to go seven and a third and throw 120 pitches and i mean that my my biggest complaint <laughs> about the mlb right now is that like seven innings is like a fucking cy young start like I, I'm yeah. a, I'm a traditionalist in that sense for baseball, where I loved like a good two one pitchers duel, like into the late oh, innings, where you're like, too. where you're like the first, like the first guy to like, uh, like Verlander versus somebody like they're both at a hundred ish pitches. Like a lot of guys have had three at bats. Like, who's gonna figure this guy out first? You yeah. know, like that was, that was what I liked about playoff baseball, and I. It's just a bummer when you see a guy coming out in like the fifth inning and it's I'm like, not- okay, he's given up two runs. Like that's still a quality start if he gets to the sixth inning, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah I, mean, I was just going to say I'm the same way. Like I grew up like loving the guys, obviously like Pedro, Kurt, like I loved watching pitchers. Like I was rude. Like I know a lot of people get up there and they're like, Oh, I want to see a dinger, but, and I, you might be, you, you might be like this as well, like with your background, but I watch the pitchers. Like I want my, like I want there to be no runs. If I'm watching like a sick pitcher, like I want to watch Max Scherzer go out there and fucking shove. Yeah. I want to watch Justin Verlander, like all those guys back then. And, um, 
it's yeah it sucks to see it's like someone has yeah like you said like two hits through six or five innings and they're like oh all right we're gonna bring in the long yeah four walks two runs one earned and they're like all right 97 pitches like let's not get this guy yeah and we're bringing in like brandon workman and it's like 19th season to pitch three innings like dude i don't give a shit (laughs) yeah that drives me nuts bro like drives me nuts like uh I've been fading the Red Sox for a little bit just because fuck John Henry and they're just when they sold Dude, Xander, I was like I'm out. All my homies um, hate fucking John Henry, bro. Liverpool Red Sox fan, that guy is my worst fucking nightmare. The only yeah. good thing he's ever done for me is buy the Penguins and pretty quickly get them the fuck out of the playoffs. That's the yeah. only good thing he's ever done for me. <laughs> it's uh, watching the like so I watched the Red Sox game yesterday. Um and the kid pitched great for the Sox. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he pitched great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitched great. Uh, seven innings, I think, three earned runs. I, and and that's like a quality start in the MLB. But, like, he's getting his dick sucked for that. And it's like, bro. <laughs> and it's a small complaint. Like I said, I'm getting back into baseball. But, yeah, I, I bet against the Red Sox yesterday, and they hung a 10 spot right in my eyeball. So, I'm a little salty. <laughs> right in your eyeball. Right in my eye socket. There, uh, yeah. So pretty much, obviously, like 2018, like that was the most baseball I ever watched because it was just awesome. It was just like I remember the moment of being uh in a bar, dude, and the Red Sox are down. Can't even remember what it was. The exact you'll know what I'm talking about when I say it. But I live bet them, and someone's like, "Oh, you're crazy! Like they're like, there's no chance they win this game, whatever." And I'm like, "No, dude, like." They're going to win this game. And then it was like Mookie bets. And like, I don't know if it was like the 13th inning or whatever it was. And he just fucking moon bombs one or he hit a grand. I can't remember what it was, but all these people were telling me they were going to lose. And I'm just watching Mookie bets, just like send one to the absolute moon, dude. And I was losing it in, in the bar, in like, Houston. It was a regular season game. I can't I think even, it might've been JBJ. Oh, you're talking about regular season. Okay. Yeah. yeah regular season, regular season. Yeah. I was they were just so fun to watch, <laughs> so fun to watch, so fun to bet on, dude. Because it's just like you're, they're gonna win. Like yeah. they're going to win. They're so fun, so sick up and down the lineup. And then Mookie Betts, like obviously my favorite player, and he they trade him. Yeah, and it was just like, and I was kind of like. And then since then, dude, pretty much since they got rid of Mookie, like I haven't like I'll watch you in there because, dude, I do truly love watching. I I can't watch like all the different games, but I truly love watching the Red Sox play. And it just like hurts me, dude, to just like watch this. So I had to stop. Like I don't really. Yeah, that that I, I, at least that next so year, good. dude. I, I, like I was just hurting myself every day. Like what? I'm like, I gotta watch this fucking dog shit team again. Just lose and be 500 all year, and then like maybe make the wild. Like I can't do that, dude. Yeah, and at least is just so good now. So like good. all four other teams are so much better than us, and yep. it's it's brutal. But so, yep, I uh. I, I'm getting back into baseball. Um, I like the pitch clock. Uh, I just the the part of the game that I used to love watching the most isn't there as much anymore. That's the only thing that really bugs me. Yeah, maybe that's part of it too. And I just never even like consciously acknowledge it. It's just like there's not. I mean, especially you know, on the fucking Red Sox now, like there's not really a pitcher on the Red Sox that I'm trying to like sit down and watch. There's no guy you look forward to watching every fourth or fifth day. That's like, dude, I used to love like Sale Day. Remember, it used to be Sale Day, dude. We were like at Endicott, and it's like, 
Dude, it's a sale day. It's like Wednesday. It doesn't matter. Wednesday at one o'clock in between classes. Like we're having beers, watching Chris. He's going to have 10 punch it's, outs it, and we're going to fucking crush yeah. a beer every time he finishes. <laughs> yes. like, oh, yeah. I do. Yes. It, that's, that's the type of baseball I enjoy watching. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gotten better, but it, it's still got a ways to go for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then are you watching, are you watching basketball? I, I will, I will, I'm going to root for the Celtics. Like I like them, but I'm not yeah, really like, I'm not going to watch, but <laughs> I just, yeah, I just can't. I, I watch especially game not one. now. Like when they play the, when they play the Sixers, I'll probably watch a little bit, but I'll watch that for the fucking Hank and Max. Yeah, like 100%. I'll watch it for the people that are Philly, Boston scumbags. Like I'll watch yeah. it for that rivalry. Like I, and, and by watch, I mean, I'll see the highlights after the game. Like I don't want to watch Joel Embiid kick Jason Tatum in the dick three games in a row. Like, and, Celtics are very much for me, like, if I'm home, I'll, like, be checking the score. If it's a close game, like, I'll throw it on in the fourth quarter. But it's also, like, if my – because obviously, like, most of my friends around here like basketball, it's like, hey, we're going to go to the bar and watch Celtics. Like, all right, that's, like, pretty much the only circumstance where I'm going to a full Celtics game. I'm not, like, boycotting them by any means. I just – it's not a – like, these Bruins games, like, I'm ready right now. Like, turn the (laughs) – get the fucking game on. Yeah, I, I can't imagine being a fucking diehard NBA fan and having to wait two days for these suck bags to get back on their feet. Like, <laughs> so annoying, bro. I sent the tweet the other day, like they did Celtics win, and I quote tweeted and was like, "Yep, next game in 15 days." <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. I I made that Celtics Bruins parlay yesterday, thinking, "Okay, the Celtics play tonight, so I have to get it in tonight." Now I played it fucking tonight, dude. It also like, in terms of the NBA, like it must not. I I don't know what it is, but they must. It's got to be hard to have, like, I know the Bruins are playing, like, I know the Bruins are playing tonight, so they're playing most likely, uh, they're going to have tomorrow off and then play the next day. Usually, sometimes it changes with the, when they're switching towns, but, like, I have no idea when the Celtics are playing. Like, you said the Celtics are playing tonight. I'm like, oh, okay, sick. Like, I don't, yeah, I had no idea that Celtics are playing. And that's like, I, I can't, like I said, I can't imagine being a true NBAer, and you're like, all right, game's over, like, three more days till our next fucking yeah. game, like. Dude, their playoffs are gonna go on for two months. Dude, I know, but I know like diehard Celtics fans that legit like I could text them and be like, "Are the Celtics on tonight?" And they'd have to like look it up and let me know. Like they have no idea because of that scheduling. Yeah. And yeah, dude, I oh my god, bro! If I was doing the the 2018 run and I had to wait four days in between a game against Tampa Bay, I would I might have died, dude. Yeah, I, I I'm maxed out at one day, and that's because I get to watch four other games. Like I I straight up sat on my couch from six to twelve last night and watched hockey, like, and um the entire time like, all right, like fucking twelve of twenty four more hours, like yeah, <laughs> you start itching, dude. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I put a future in on the Celtics, so that's like my rooting interest, obviously, and I think. They, I mean, this is going to be probably their best chance to actually win one, which would be sick. I, uh, I did that uh, last year, and I was at a wedding. We were at like oh. a bar after the wedding for Game Seven or whatever it was. Damn, and it was bro. like it was all people from Boston, and it was like, okay, I guess we're all going to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> that what a buzz the kill, dude. Lost, Like fuck it, what a buzz kill, dude. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad, oh. and and oh. I, I'm like, I'm like you with the Bruins like I don't hate the Celtics but I troll my buddies that are Celtics fans I'm like dude this is the softest shit ever like this game is going to be another half an hour with four minutes left and we're going to lose and I I had to leave a little early because I was trolling a little too hard (laughs) yeah yeah, dude absolutely 
I just can't. Yeah, I try and watch it, dude, and I just get into like Ryan Whitney brain where I, I see some shit. And I'm like, oh, sick league, like this, like sick league, dude. I mean, <laughs> man. And dude, and I was like, I gotta send you the link, but and anyone who's listening to this too, like, even if you don't like hockey, go watch a new episode of Sodas Are Owed. Uh, shout out me for editing it. Uh, <laughs> but they were talking about hockey and like just how poorly marketed it is like there's absolutely no reason that the nba and nhl shouldn't be like somewhat equal in terms of popularity because at one point they were and now we're just the nhl is just so far behind so we don't bend the knee to china too that's probably part of the problem (laughs) Fair fair enough but but also i mean in terms of like dude like i don't watch any basketball games except for like i maybe watch like 10 celtics games this year but like i know like when James Harden's like out at the strip club, like sucking titties, like I know, you know what I mean? Like I know yeah. when, uh, fucking what's his name? John Morant's like got a gun. It's <laughs> like, much more this league than, than hockey. Yeah. Like you're exactly. not following like the games you're following. What the fuck's going on with the guy? Like I, I'm following, like, I don't know what his name is. The guy on, uh, uh, Memphis who made John the comments Murray. about LeBron after oh. the game. Now, did you see um, that? His post game no. presser, they were asking him cause LeBron was, like yapping in his face talking shit and he was like he was like uh yeah he's old <laughs> oh, yes i did see that. <laughs> like that I that's the that. type of shit you'd never see in hockey that makes it worth following to a degree but yeah like the games man but like that's... i watched i watched game one of the celtics it was over a half like it's just like it's not a fun game it's not a good product yet and that's yes, but bullshit. that's but it's more popular because of that other shit like that's what hockey should be like i want to hear like Maybe not as intense as Kachuk was doing, but like I want to hear Kachuk. That's like you didn't know that you're a hockey guy. Like that should be like there should be some like I don't think the NHL should be broadcasting that, but there's like there should be some sort of like hey, like let's look into this. Like what the fuck is who is he talking about? Like well, do the clip. Like my buddy just sent me the clip of the 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 legendary uh, Sean Thornton clip where he's just chirping literally everybody in the arena. Like the turn. Like what? Let me. What's your name? What's your name? Turn around. Turn around. Like whatever. Like dude. Like I want him in the post game press conference. Them being like, "What were you saying to him on the bench?" And me and Sean Thornton being like, "I told the guy he doesn't fucking belong in this league." Whatever. Yeah, like, told him to go back to the coast. <laughs> like they need more of that. And yeah, I mean, they did a whole deep dive on it. Like. Pat, the guy who does the pod, he's uh in the hockey world, like he's in the coast. <laughs> um, Hell yeah, brother! He like he understands it, like, and he's really one of the only guys. He was even saying like, I'm the only D1 hockey player that I know of that was like making like skits on on TikTok and Instagram, and, like doing a podcast and like, true. And dude, he'll say shit about like he even said on there like it was annoying how the team like wouldn't announce that I was signed for so long, so I just fucking announced it, like. That's so, weird. Well, it's content. Like, I get it, it's no, I mean, it's weird that they wouldn't announce it, you know? Like, why? well, dude, What's they the... sign all these guys and then they want to spread out the signings because it's good for social media interaction and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's so not, like they okay. have to sign every player every yeah, I guess, I guess It's not like the sense. NHL where it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we got Taylor Hall. Like, let's put out a post. So, yeah, I got you. Yeah, check it out. Um, do you have anything else? We've been going long here. We could probably go another fucking two hours if we wanted to. Yeah, I know, man. I, I mean, it's always fun shooting shit with you, so. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to do it. I mean, we can do it in a couple weeks. Once yeah. We, we can do it every round if you want to. I don't, I'm down. I'm, I'm game, buddy. So All right. Let's do it. All right. Thanks to Gary for coming on. As always, follow at Mainly Making Money. 
posting pics there. Um, follow Garrick if you want to. I'll tag him in the post. So, Connor uh, McDavid, anytime goal scorer, lock it up. All right, lock it in. All right, thanks, guys. Peace.